0: I mean, one of the things that the administrators have been quite adamant about is that there are no other bidders lined up for Wigan Athletic, and that's why the, uh, you know, in exclusivity um, will remain so with the Spaniards. Can you just confirm that, you you know, that you've, you are actually in a position to go ahead if that opportunity arose?
1: OK, so just to give you the, uh, the background of um, when we first got involved, we first got involved in the third week in September. Uh, we gained access to the data room. Um, I personally did all the uh, reviewing in there. Um, that took about approximately five days. Um, <clears throat> once we'd done that, we discussed internally and we said, okay, let's go for it. I made contact with, I was already in discussion with um, Gerald Krasner. And on the 26th, of uh, September. Um, I asked him, is Wigan still available? He said, yes. I said, okay. I said, we are ready to close. We're ready to submit the bid, but we would require a period of exclusivity. He said, "Uh, Wigan is still available, uh, but there's no exclusivity. I said, okay, um, I'll come back to you. Um, Five days later, the Spanish um, got exclusivity, which you know, uh, shocked us a little bit. Nevertheless, we thought that um, it had gone and it had moved on to. Um, you know, they were going to close. You said that they were expecting to be doing that in two to three weeks. We said fine. Um, <clears throat> we then again had discussions internally, and we decided on the twenty-sixth of October to table a bid. Anyhow, and we formally table, um, table that bid. Um, CC'd in that bid were um, um, key members from uh, Wigan Council, from the executive, Um, and we tabled a comprehensive bid, which outlined um, our vision and our plans for Wigan Athletic moving forward. We also tabled in there about our um, target investments with um, Wigan Council. Um, so it was a comprehensive doctor and we also put in um, our bid price uh, and we explained in there that we would close this very, very quickly. The, we received a reply, um, we sent that to Paul Stanley, uh, we received a, pl- a reply not from Paul, it was from uh, Gerald, who only replied to um, our owner and uh, basically uh, he turned around and said, um, uh, we're in exclusivity with, uh, with the current bid. If that's not successful, we will come back to you. Fine. We understand exclusivity. We knew that it was going to, uh, when it was due to expire. Um, nevertheless, we, uh, 28th of October came and it got extended. On the 6th of November, we wrote again. Uh, again to Paul Stanley, and reiterated that um, we're still keen to move forward with this, and we're ready. Um, you know, you've already got our bid. Can you uh, let us know? Uh, again, he didn't reply. Um, he got Gerald Krasner to reply, who replied to um, uh, to our owner again individually, and just said um, uh, we're still in exclusivity, and if that doesn't go through, we'll come back to you. That's the last uh, communication we've had. Um, so if people are asking, did we table a bit? Yes, we did. Um, in terms of, I've seen a lot of discussions um, um, around the deposit. Why have we not uh, put a deposit in? Uh, from my recollection in the, uh, in the SPA, the sales purchase agreement, share purchase agreement, there was no requirement for any deposit. That doesn't mean that we won't put one. Okay, I'm just stating the documents that we received. Uh, from my recollection, um, there was no requirement. However, if the bid price becomes a two-stage payment, so be it. It's you know, you know the purchasing price in terms to what we're actually investing in the community, the club, etc., is you know, minute. So we're not we're not bothered about uh, you know if they ask us to put. You know, three hundred thousand, which I think is a figure that's been stipulated from um the Spanish bid. Whether it's five hundred thousand, whether it's eight hundred thousand, it doesn't matter. It's it's all part of the one lump sum payment to buy the club.
2: Can I, can I just come in there on that, that point briefly? Yeah. Um in terms of your understanding of uh, so you you said that there was no requirement to ask for a deposit. Obviously, I don't think the administrators are denying as such that there's a bidder, but they're saying that they can't say there's a serious bidder because nobody has put forward a cash deposit. However, I mean, what what is the position with exclusivity? Are, are, Are other bidders entitled to put deposits down while they're in a period of exclusivity?
1: I I don't think so I think once you go with exclusivity it means exclusive to that particular person so they're not allowed to uh, discuss with other parties okay Um, in terms of um, you know uh, the ransom bid or our bid um, the first step that needs to be done with this is that um, they need to approach us they've told us that they will come back to us if the Spanish bid fails Um, we've heard nothing um we're still here um but it really needs to come from um begbies the administrators they need to make the next move if if the Spanish bid fails which as I said at the opening point uh, it looks as though they may have got round the initial uh, the hard point of getting rid of uh, Corrido.
2: yeah it just just in the, I mean in the nicest possible way um you know from your perspective what? Why are you still here when it see, It seems that the no matter what you do or what what the Royal Ransom's do in terms of what's being released to the media and and both both of your intentions, it seems no matter what you do, the the, the administrators don't seem to be interested in anybody but the the, the 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 Spanish bidders. So it's it's almost like do you not just feel at this stage that you're just knocking against the brick wall and they're never going to break that? brick wall down so in other words why haven't you given up by now uh,
1: well we are businessmen um and you know i mean we, we face similar um situations like this in other aspects of business that we do um we don't and i mentioned this in uh, previous podcasts um even if we don't win or get the bid or get control of women we're not going to throw the toys out of the pram and start screaming You know, that's business. We move on. Um, But I think, um, you know, you're right. Um, Why do we uh, still keep trying? I'll I'll tell you quite simply, I'm a work Okay. I've worked hard over the last few years to get uh, the company that I work with, I'm a director with, to get them interested into investments, into my hometown. You know, this brings some pride to me, of course, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, we, we obviously look for a return on investment. You know, we're not going to make stupid investments. Um, and we see Wigan Athletic, the community, etc., as being a solid investment. But why are we hanging around? I don't know. <laughs> After the news this morning, I don't think we'll need to hang around much longer. You know, and we, we will, we won't move away from uh, English football.
0: Tony, what, 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 what do you see unfolding this week? I mean, if I've no doubt, the meeting again on Thursday, EFL, and uh, if the, if it's not ratified again, uh, I mean, for me, uh, the bid was rejected, so for me, the bid's been rejected, and this is a new bid. That's yeah. how I look at it, uh, yeah. and I think it should be open to everybody who. who has an interest in, in, in coming forward and not for me, they've lost their exclusivity because it's been, it's been thrown out, so they've been allowed to rejig it. But what what's going to happen this week if um, you know if it doesn't get ratified? Is there any, any sort of legal avenues you can go down, perhaps with in conjunction with the uh, Roland Ransom team as well, to, to look at making them open it up to other people? Because as a supporter. The longer this goes on, the more damage is being done to the club. And yep. that, that is really worrying to me.
1: Even with the, uh, the great win against Sunderland the other day, there's still five points off safety. Um, and if you look at the spread of points up to 10th position, there's not much there. So there's going to be some, uh, some fighting going on over the next six months, five to six months, <clears throat> uh, for survival into League One. Um, in terms of, uh, would we take any, is there any potential league? Um, we, even though we're a large company, we are fairly low key. We like to keep low key. Um, if, um, the administrators who are currently the managers of the club deem fit that, um, you know, they've been given a mandate (coughs) to sell the club. Um, if they deem fit that they're going to stick and keep everything in one position with, um, uh, with the Spanish, we're not going to find that. Um, you know, I mean, sad as it may seem, it's, you know, it's uh, they're the guys that have been mandated and wh- why do we want to start, um, as I said, we won't throw the toys out of the pram. Um, if they take the decision, they take the decision. Um, and we, we can't change that. We would, we would sadly, um, we would just move on.
2: Can I just coming on... Uh... I mean, obviously, it it might all become sort of academic anyway after this week, if if it is approved on Thursday. But say it's not approved on Thursday. Do you have in your mind a a, an actual deadline from your own internal perspective as when as to when ultimately it's too late? Because obviously, one of the things you've talked about in, in previous interviews is that, you know, you need there needs to be some work done in January. To sustain Wigan Athletic as a as a League One club yeah. to help, well, not just to help the players who are there, to retain the players that are there, because there's a lot of them on short-term contracts that could disappear yeah. in, in January. And we might be digging into our un, under under eighteens rather than the under 23s to, to make yeah. up the numbers. And clearly that 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 resigns us to relegation. Now, given the time that the EFL are likely to take, because they've been bitten on a number of occasions recently. So they're not I can't see that they're going to rub a stamp anything. So, is, is working back from I guess if you like the, the transfer deadline, is there a, is there a kind of a cut off point from yourselves where where you'll be able to get in and do stuff in, in, in time for us to, uh, to to give it a go in the second half of the season?
1: Okay, so uh, in terms of um, um, as I mentioned with our uh, bid that we put together and submitted. Um, we, um, as a company, we work in uh, Brazil, Argentina, Italy, Spain, as well as um, the Far East as well, and um, the Middle East. And um, we've already started to um, look at availability of um, certain players um, through um, our ambassadors, which are uh, in those countries. Um, so once we um, sign the share purchase agreement, um, we're ready to act immediately on uh, the recruitment of those players. We can't do anything before because it's just on a, on a promise at this stage. Um, working back, working forward, how is it going to go? Um, obviously, um, 31 days in January doesn't last very long. Um, we really need to get this deal. Um, if they do reject it and we become involved, um, or dialogue is open with Bekis, um, we would be looking to close the deal before Christmas, um, so that we can start and work over the Christmas period to get in um, the um, the players that we're looking at um, secured. Yeah,
2: and, and just in terms of that that plan which obviously it certainly somewhere where we've exploited years ago with the really good connections in South America that have come to fruition with the likes of Palacios and Valencia and you know top players who've played for us do, do you not do you not think the landscape though is is going to be if that's a long term plan is the landscape not going to be changing post brexit with the, the sort of the difficulties maybe of getting work permits, because obviously a lot of the, the South Americans would have dual nationalities, wouldn't they, with Italian passports or uh, Spanish passports. I mean, move, m- moving forward, are we talking about actually signing the players of the calibre where they they would get the work permits on the point system that the the, the FA have agreed with the UK government? So
1: this is yeah. I mean, this is a question that was asked earlier today. Um, obviously, we've got to work uh, very closely with the FA, and we've also got to work closely with the immigration department, and um, you know, make sure that we fulfil um, all the legal requirements to bring these people in. But you know, we have um, our own team that will deal with that. Uh, it won't be me. <laughs> so, but we will. Uh, we will be working on it. We're We're aware of it, um, but we've already started to uh, consider whether it's with us or anybody else. Let's get a decision and let's get moving forward and get them out of the mess that they're in right now.
0: Thanks for your time, Tony, and coming and
1: speaking to us.
2: Yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, thanks Thanks for (laughs) that. All right. Um, Well, uh, as
1: I say, I truly hope that the situation changes and it doesn't. and uh, it changes for the uh, for the better for Wigan Athletic, uh, whether that be with us, Ransom, or uh, the Spanish. The key is to get Wigan out of the mess that they're in right
2: now.
0: Absolutely, 100 percent agree yeah, with that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Th- thanks very much. Cheers. All right. Take care. Thank you so bye bye. Then. Bye bye.
0: Okay. Bye okay. bye.